0: Hello, Podfam and hello Rachel. Hi Laura, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am a little bit sleepy today and I had to push myself through a 20-minute yoga with Adrian video, but I did it and I'm very proud of myself and my abs were absolutely killing me because it was all core centered. And I don't think I'm ever going to do an ab circuit that's not yoga-based ever again because just doing the movements in such a slow way, oh, it burns.
1: That sounds amazing. You might have to send me that video. Um, I will. I took the day off today.
0: That's good. I
1: I had some plans to go out, but then you know what? I ended up working a little bit later this evening Mm -hmm. and then it just got really dark
0: and that yep. killed my
1: motivation. So I was like, you know what? Nah, it's a night in. Yep.
0: That's how, definitely how I was feeling. Which monthly challenge did you decide on?
1: Oh, my monthly challenge. Yes, I guess I should update everyone. So uh, plans had to change a little bit, but I was going to get a membership to the Y. Mm-hmm. However, it was going to be the same price and like, 20 minutes closer for me just to go to the local community center, which fortunately has a little gym that Mm -hmm. has like a surprising number of machines to work with. Like I'm not really doing a lot of machine work right now, but if I Mm -hmm. did, like it literally has everything. So that's pretty exciting. It cost me like 50 bucks for the month. I've already got the price down to probably like five bucks by based on the number of times I've already gone this month. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. Um, I was originally hoping to swim. However, the pool at that location is closed. And if I Mm. wanted to go swim, I I can use my same membership. But I would have to drive to a different community center that's like over 25 minutes away from me. Plus you have Mm -hmm. to like book the time in advance. Like the schedule only comes out once a week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for December, it's just a little too much for me right now. I'm actually keeping my workout super simple. As everyone knows, I was really hardcore into the kickboxing last month for November, mm-hmm. but for December, I've actually just been kind of doing um, incline walking workouts on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. I Love actually it. did
0: that. I, I took your advice and did that yesterday because we went to oh, the gym. Because awesome. we're going right now, we're just going once a week together, my partner and I, mm-hmm. and I got there a bit early, so I did 20 minutes, I think probably on the – five to seven incline, just I would move it up and down. And it was great. It's
1: really effective, you know? It's it's awesome. Like you do it for 30 minutes. That's your 30 minutes of activity for the day. Mm -hmm. I know um, I'll do it normally around like three miles per hour. So it's like a brisk walk with an incline. So like you're breathing and you're sweating by the end of it.
0: Yeah. I think I was doing it at like 3.5. By like 3 Mm to 3.5 and oh my god the 3.5 I was like oh I'm about to die
1: you have to hang on to it I find like when I'm doing like super high incline with at a three I'm holding on to the rails because I'm just like Mm -hmm. I am exhausted if I don't do this and I'm worried that I might like fall back
0: I know or you're just like I might just fall forward just be one of those gym memes I try not to do that where you know you like smash your face on the front of the treadmill I know I would just be so embarrassed I would be mortified I would never go back yeah, I don't think I could recover from that one. Yeah. So, guess what, Laura? What? This is our last episode. That's going to be released in twenty twenty one.
1: I know we did it. We finally got to the end of twenty twenty one, and Yay! in this episode, <laughs> thank you for the cheering. In this episode, we're just going to be kind of sharing like what we learned in general. This yeah. year because, you know, a lot of things changed for us and um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're kind of glad with the things we learned and then we're looking forward to 2022.
0: Mm-hmm. My life looks completely different. Yeah, that's what it sure. did. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's been like four years. Oh my God, that feels so long ago, your
1: previous life.
0: I know. Oh, I, I, I don't miss it that much. That's good. That's the main thing, right? Yeah. I'm pretty glad with where it's at now, but… Before we jump into our top lessons from 2021, what are you going to be drinking this evening?
1: So this evening, I am drinking a rooibos tea, and it's an amaretto. Mm. So Interesting. I'm not sure if I've had this one on the show before, but it's a very like mellow and rich
0: Mm -hmm. flavor.
1: If anyone's actually had amaretto, it kind of tastes like that. Mm -hmm. but without the alcohol. So I thought like, you know, it's it's our last episode of the year. So I feel like I should have like a celebration drink. So I'm Mm -hmm. having a celebration like tea.
0: Nice. Nice. What are you drinking? I am back on the herbal teas today. I have my chamomile lavender, getting myself all calmed down. I just I I what day is this? It's December 15th as we're recording this and I am really feeling the fact that next Tuesday is going to be the longest day of the year. I am really, really feeling the shortest that. day. The shortest day of the year. I'm gonna repeat that. This is exactly the mood that I'm in right now. The yes, it will be the shortest day of the year. I am really feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you almost said longest day again. <laughs> I feel like that just cap- encapsulates the mood that I'm in.
1: Yes, it really does. And I don't know, it was around four o'clock today, I swear, when it started getting dark. Yeah. And um, yep, like I said before, killed the motivation to go anywhere.
0: Yeah, I've just had to accept the fact that I'm not getting out of bed before 7.30 right now anyway. So this morning was the first time I'd actually set my alarm to go off at 7.30 just to accept that about myself.
1: Well, that's so, good. Sometimes yeah. you just have to not admit
0: defeat, but go with what's what's working. Exactly. So yes, I am drinking my chamomile lavender tea to help me out and just let me drift off to sleep because my body is feeling like the shortest day of the year is coming up. See, I got it that time. <laughs> there you go. Now you're on a roll. There you go. I swear to God, if I said longest one more time, I was we need, we need to stop the recording if that happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this episode's not happening.
0: No, no. It's, it's, it's just – it would be done. It would be done. So, all right. Our top lessons. Our top seven lessons for 2021. Do you want to start us off?
1: Sure. I will start us off. And this first one is not a new lesson for me, but mm-hmm. it was really applicable to this year. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a good one for just anyone who's listening and that it's okay to be a beginner. Yep. That's a good Um, one. Yeah. And I know we've probably mentioned it before on other episodes, but for me this year, it really was applicable because, you know, obviously the podcast is something Mm -hmm. that we were both beginners at Mm -hmm. this year. Like We had no idea how to even use a microphone, let alone like, Put an actual edited episode on the internet, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, you know, we're kind of unique in our situation because a lot of podcasts do start with an existing following.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: However, we really started with nothing. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: all the growth we've had has been organic, and just you know, whoever needs to listen to this episode, sorry, yeah, listen to this podcast has mm-hmm. kind of found this podcast, and I'm just super proud of us for that because you know the the road is long, mm-hmm. and you really don't see a lot of payoff, and I feel like a lot of people stop going for new things because they don't want that feeling of. Not being successful or not being good at something. But mm-hmm. really, the way you get better at something is to just keep trying and just keep putting it out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if we go back and listen to our first episodes, you know, you can tell that we're nervous when we're talking. You can tell the audio wasn't perfect. But then there's this whole gradual transformation into where we are now. And mm-hmm. we are by no means experts. By any sense, we're like Mm -hmm. novice, maybe intermediate now, but that's just part of the journey for us. So it's really exciting to see just how far we've come. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm just so glad that we haven't quit or given up. Even when, you know, our first, I don't even, maybe 10 episodes, no one downloaded for a very long time. But now, yeah, but now they're like, some of our most favorited and listened to episodes. So Mm -hmm. for anyone who is thinking of trying something new, but they're really worried about not being good at it, we are all beginners at some point. And the most important thing is to start. So that is my first lesson for 2021.
0: I love that lesson. And, you know, it really does ring true because when I think back to – how I edited our How to Plan Your Dream Trip episode, mm-hmm. which was our first one. Oh my God. The ways that I thought that our editing software worked, it would take me like a whole weekend if I was still editing that way. I would like just delete a section from your audio and then try to drag around mine to match up again. <laughs> Why did I think it worked that way? I don't know. But you know what? I think we've gotten to a point where it all comes together really nicely now. So that's a good example. Yeah. And the further we go, you know, the easier it's going to get and the more doors that are going to open. Exactly. And I am super, super excited about what the future of our podcast holds. So can't wait for 2022 with that one. Same here. So what is your first lesson, Rachel? All right. So mine is in the realm of work and it was to not let your fears or doubts about your own capabilities get in the way of leading. Oh, interesting. This is a yes. good one for you this year. Yes. So I, I'm i going to use, I uh, actually, as of today, have completed a huge project that I took the leadership role on. And um, would you say, it's been about a year, I think, from start to finish. And it was like 100% my baby and I had to manage the whole process. And I definitely got in my own way a lot with it where, you know, I didn't feel like I knew how to be a project manager. I didn't think I knew how to put the right people in the right places in order to get things done. And a huge thing that I had to learn this year was genuinely just fake it till I make it, which is such a cliche thing to say. But, you know, a lot of the time what's holding you back when it comes to your work and whether you think that you can take ownership of something is really you're just getting in your own way. It's just your own doubts. About what you're capable of. So, in kind of just stepping into those shoes, whether you feel ready for it or not, you're really just gonna surprise yourself, I think.
1: Yes. And I love this lesson for you because just to add a little background, you know, this project that you were working on, it's not like you were an expert in it. Like, no. Going no. back to my first lesson, like you literally had to learn how this whole thing operates. And then you had to teach everyone else how it operates. And then you had to launch it. And, you know, it was just this whole um, set of building blocks for you. Mm -hmm. And now finally, like, you have this deliverable project that is useful within the company.
0: Yeah. And honestly, to, like, take that context even further, this was my first office job again after my – job in in the film industry where I had to ask permission to send an email. You know, like I was coming from a place where I had no autonomy, where suddenly I had joined a firm where people were like, here's a bunch of responsibility. Please get it done. Let us know when it's done. (laughs) Let us know when it's finished. And I definitely had a lot of hurdles to jump through, because even though I know that I'm a cape, I knew I was a capable person at some point in my life, that job that I was in before really had kind of kicked me down. It made me feel like I wasn't capable, and I wasn't smart. I couldn't lead my own projects. I was basically just a I quote unquote, pencil pusher. I don't know if that's a hot button word, but that's the one that I'm going to use. And I think that this, it was really nice to find myself again this year in learning this lesson and and getting back in touch with what I am actually capable of.
1: Yeah. And I think just if you think about where you were a year ago, just like you said, you know, you were not able to make any decision and it really affected you and your Mm -hmm. work ethic because it's hard. To go from being told no all the time or being Mm -hmm. belittled and then your new position where you're expected to take on this responsibility, you know, get the work done and be the one in charge about it. Mm -hmm. That is so hard and it takes a while for you to kind of transition yourself to where you actually have the confidence to do that. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. For a while there, just writing an email that I was a bit unsure of, I would like read it over and over again for like an hour. Yeah, like
1: some simple tasks, Mm -hmm. they would just take half a day because you were so concerned that you're going to do something wrong.
0: Yes. And a nice extended lesson that I learned about that is especially when it's an email that's two sentences, if you made an error, no one's going to notice or care.
1: No, a lot of the time no. they just will not even see it.
0: Or they send back multiple spelling errors Yeah, in their own email. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and they don't seem to care about that.
0: No, the professional world is a fascinating place. I love it. It is. So, yes. Basically, I think what I'm trying to say is just try not to get in your own way.
1: Yeah, get out of your head and just just go for it and just do it.
0: Yes. So… Lesson number two for you, Laura, which I guess is lesson number three
1: altogether. (laughs) Whatever. There's there's some lessons involved in the total. We're not really sure. Um, So yes, lesson number two for me, this is also one I've mentioned before, but it's um, just kind of about relationships and really understanding that things have lulls. Like your life has lulls. Relationships have lulls. And it's just kind of getting used to a routine
0: mm-hmm.
1: that not everything's going to be like super exciting and great all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing mm-hmm. um, because you have to have respect that for for other people that, you know, they can have off days too. Just how you mm-hmm. can have an off day, a person who you're in a relationship with can also have an off day. So. That's just something that, like, I've really had to work hard at mm-hmm. because it was almost like a double standard with me where, like, I was allowed to have an off day, but no one else was. So that's, that's been a new one for me.
0: I love that one. Also, that just takes me back to – I don't even know what episode number it was, but I think it was our Navigating Romantic Relationships.
1: Most you likely. carried that
0: lesson through the year.
1: Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So – and it's kind of like just learning to be chill. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's that was a hard one, though.
0: Yeah, and I feel like that lesson is especially tough. It kind of hits you right, like bang over the head, when you start living with somebody. Yes, you kind of have to learn that lesson very quickly. I think in order to keep it as a sustainable, a sustainable living situation for you.
1: Yeah, it kind of feels like one of those like sink or swim situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So luckily, we still swimming. <laughs> We still We're still swimming. still swimming at the end of 2021.
0: Yes, and we will continue swimming through 2022.
1: Exactly. So that's kind of like all I have to say about my lesson two. What's your lesson number two?
0: Mine is that honesty and vulnerability brings you the best gifts, mm. which is so dramatic. <laughs> that is very dramatic. <laughs> Yes. So mine is also about relationships. And when I'm actually – when I was putting my lessons together, I was just like, geez, I really didn't think I learned that much this year. But these are some deep, deep things I learned. Yeah. Um, I feel like the
1: lessons we did learn, they're like just – they're not superficial. No. They were like some hardcore, hardwiring ones that we had yes. to learn.
0: Yes. So I learned this lesson – uh, around the time when I started to date my partner, because I and you can attest to this because you were with me through it all, I was terrified mm-hmm. of this experience because I have gotten my heart broken a lot, yes. and I have definitely gone through many many relationships and situationships and just dating in general where I didn't feel like I could be myself. And I felt like honesty and vulnerability was punished in the way where if me as a woman expressed my needs or, you know, what I wanted from somebody, it resulted in that relationship ending or them basically saying, I won't give that to you.
1: Yeah. So it's almost like every time you tried to be open and honest, you were burned for it.
0: Yes. So when I met, my boyfriend, I did not want to give that part of myself because I was scared. I didn't want to get my heart broken again. And I think I was at that point in dating that I think comes usually in your mid-20s when you've been around the block a few times of feeling like if this one goes to all hell, I might just give up dating for a while. That's definitely where I was sitting. (laughs) (laughs) And It was actually something that he taught me where, you know, like I was trying to approach it from a more, this is just who I am state. But on our first date, we were sitting by the water and he stops talking and looks at me and says, right out, I'm going to be 100% direct with you. I want to date you, Mm -hmm. which is like bold.
1: Yeah, that is bold.
0: But for me, that door being open for me, I was like, oh, I can be honest about what I want with this person. And it just taught me exactly that lesson. To really have a truly loving and supportive relationship, it does have to be an open door.
1: Yeah. And it's so exciting that you set that precedence like right from the get-go because it just sets up a nice framework for you both to learn from that.
0: Yeah. that, That lesson is very special for me and I'm glad that I was finally given a situation this year that allowed me to learn that because geez, I was gonna be real jaded if it didn't if it didn't go this way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, can you imagine? Like you told me I could be honest.
0: (laughs) I know. I would have been so mad. But yeah, thank God we're we're in a good space. And kind of jumping off of that, it's a very small lesson and maybe well not small. It is big, but it just jumps off of this and maybe you can relate to this one, is that sustainable love is really a sense of safety and peace.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's like I feel like when we're younger and kind of new to all of this, it's all about like the physical
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where when you kind of get older and you you get into the more long-lasting relationship, then it's just like, okay, am I safe? Am I secure? You know, are my needs being met? If you're kind of familiar with the hierarchy, we're kind of more focused on those base level things and then we build up from there Mm -hmm. where – when you're new, it's just like you you care more about the superficial and are these meeting my current needs, you know, not my long-term needs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh
0: Yeah, I really understood the value of your partner being your best friend this year. Just that feeling of safety that you get from being with your best friend. Yeah. It's very valuable and I definitely don't think that I – in any of my previous – relationships even felt like they were my friend, (laughs) let alone a best friend. So yeah, we can definitely – you can definitely gauge how safe I felt in those situations. Well,
1: you're on the right track now.
0: We're on the right track. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Off to your third lesson, Laura. Yeah. So
1: this one is probably the biggest one for me. And I hope I can explain it correctly Mm -hmm. because it might be like a little woo-woo for people. Mm -hmm. But it's essentially like I cannot live someone's life for them. And I will break this down a little bit so it makes sense. Um, I find when you are with people who you love, like, you know, your friends, your partners, family, whoever Mm -hmm. it is, you have to respect the different viewpoints and stages of life that you are at. So what I mean by this is – Maybe someone I know is going through something that I already went through. Mm-hmm. And I want to help them because I want it. I just want the best for them, right? Like you care for these people. And so, whatever you can do to help them on their journey, you want to be there. However, something I've learned in many situations is when it comes to learning a lesson, a lot of people, it doesn't matter how many times. You warn them about something. You try and teach them how to do something. Until they make that mistake, they will not learn it. And I have had to accept that that is not my journey. That Mm -hmm. is their journey. I learned that lesson. I cannot learn the lesson for them. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one for me. And Mm -hmm. then also something beyond the lesson where you just see a situation for someone and you're just like, oh my God, that's perfect for you. You need to take it. You need to do that. Again, not my life, mm-hmm. right? Like I am looking at it from an outside perspective,
0: mm-hmm. not
1: an inside perspective. Mm-hmm. so that person might see it a completely different way. And I do not understand what they're thinking, what how they feel. Yeah. So even though to me it looks perfect, to them they could be scared of that change or lack mm-hmm. the confidence for it. And that's not Mm -hmm. something I can do for them. So does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, it definitely does. And I think when you're viewing that situation that you think would be perfect for somebody, it's perfect in your eyes. Yes. Based off what you value, where, like you said, it might be fear of change stopping them, or it could also be just the kind of lifestyle that would present. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't value it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, it comes down to the values. It comes down to the attitudes, your personality, your confidence levels. Like there's so many things Mm -hmm. at play and no two people are the same, right? Mm -hmm. Like something I value, you might not value as much. And I have to respect that because I cannot put my values and my viewpoint onto you. And really like, that's not fair either. either. Right, like you could be doing something that you totally love, and I could be like, "That's the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, that's never going to work. It, it's like you're just kind of crazy for doing it." Yeah. But to you, that's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that oh, this almost kind of goes back to letting people's opinions affect you, mm-hmm. which I think leads into one of your lessons, doesn't it, Rachel?
0: It does. And I, I just wanted to jump say one more thing before we jumped off of that, but like. You know, for anyone listening that that resonates with Mm -hmm. what you just said there, I think a good way to think about it too is if the shoe was on the other foot and it was somebody looking at your situation, how would you feel in their shoes?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because I can definitely tell when someone is trying to either put their lens onto me Mm -hmm. or if they're just like, oh, like... You know this. This didn't work out for me. This was a um, a red flag, or you know whatever whatever the situation is. You know I I can recognize that that's what they're trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. But it's again like you aren't in my shoes. You know you mm-hmm. don't live my day to day life. So yeah, that you know rules reversed. It's not fair to me for someone to do that, and it's it's not fair to a person if I do that to them. Exactly. So that's been a big one for me cuz I just want the best for everyone. Yeah. And you know, we don't always we not every one of us has the right answer for someone no. else,
0: right? Like <laughs> I mean like I would like to think that our answers are usually like pretty close to correct. But I like you to know think that's just. So us. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that because you know,
1: I felt like that would kind of moot my whole point that I was just trying to make. Um, Everyone yeah, thinks like,
0: that way though, so
1: exactly. we all we all think we have the best idea. And kind of going back to the woo-woo thing is like I'm a huge believer. like things happen for a reason and um, a thing like a path presents itself. Mm-hmm. for you. So maybe I see that path for you, but like, I can't push you down that path. Yes. Um, that's where it's really hard because, you know, okay, whoa, well, here we're going really woo-woo. I consult the higher powers. Um, I like
0: some woo-woo. I that's check okay. on other
1: people's paths for them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just have to remember that, you know, every person is on their own individual journey and Mm -hmm. your soul has come into this life to learn a lesson
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and I have to think of that perspective for myself to stop myself from trying to intervene Mm -hmm. Um, because you know what? Maybe I learned that lesson in a different life Mm -hmm. or already in this life, Mm -hmm. but your goal in this life is to learn that lesson Mm -hmm. and I can't do that for you. So mm-hmm. it's been a hard one for me, but I'm working yeah. on it. So that that's one of my big realizations for twenty twenty
0: one. Yeah. On the woo-woo side, it might be something in your life that you only needed a day to learn mm-hmm. it. Yes. Where for somebody else, they might have to go through that experience four or five times before yeah, it gets mul- through.
1: Multiple lifetimes even. You know, you never know. Yeah.
0: You never know. So and I I have definitely seen this one for you. I really think it's probably the biggest lesson that you've come to learn this year because like whenever we have like our really lengthy chats, we always talk about it. Like it's definitely been something churning in your brain and in your spirit for a while. So I'm really proud of you for getting there. Thank you. I must be learning one of my soul life lessons. (laughs) I think so. I think so. Right around your – Saturn return if we're continuing to be (laughs) woo-woo.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? My Saturn return so far has given me some good things, and
0: I'm in it for a little bit longer, so Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I am excited for you, and, you know, we love being sappy, and I'm excited to see what you continue to learn next year in this realm. So cute. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So cute. You're welcome. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) love you too. What's your next lesson? Mine is, and you're going to love this one too, is to keep the circle of those you seek opinions from small.
1: (laughs) That is not background noise, people. That is me slow clapping. (laughs) We've been working on this one for a long time.
0: We we have been working on it for a long time long time. And I don't even, maybe you can help me out with this because I've been trying to figure out how I put this into words that doesn't sound like I'm petty. You know you're asking me, right? That's true. You can but be one really, of the pettiest persons ever. Yes. So I, I think the example that I'm going to use to formulate this discussion piece is uh, the choice that my partner and I made to move in together in September. Yes, which this I is think a good one. We were at what, what, six months. We were together for six months, I think, at that point. And you just know if you told some people, I'm about to move in my, with my boyfriend of six months, you would get some raised eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this was really a moment where I had to learn the lesson of okay, whose opinion on this matter do I truly value? hmm Where in the past before I had learned this lesson, I would tell everyone like I would go all around town asking for people's opinions and I would get so caught up in what they were saying. And, you know, if it was negative, then I'd be like, oh, is this a mistake? And if it was positive, I'd be like, well, are you just telling me this so that because you don't want to tell me no. And I really just want – I really had gotten to a point in my life where I felt that it was right for me to do this and I just needed to know that the people closest to me who truly, truly want the best for me had similar thoughts. Because like if you raised a red flag, I probably would have considered it further.
1: Yeah, but the person who you only talk to like on Instagram or maybe once or twice a year – yeah you know, how okay, that this this is gonna come out not great, but like how valuable is their opinion or really when it comes to yeah. something about your everyday life that is a that is a big decision, right? Like they don't experience the things that you go through on a daily basis. They don't exactly keep tabs mm-hmm. on how you feel and and your emotions towards someone. You know, they're more the the drop in acquaintance friend. So I think Mm -hmm. it's protecting yourself to be selective Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't feel guilty. Like like if people are getting mad that you didn't tell them or consult with them, like that's none of their business. This kind of goes back to you can't live someone's life for them, right? Like they could see it as a disaster decision, Mm -hmm. but for you it's the best decision you ever made.
0: Yeah, and I I think extending further into this lesson is the fact that when I'm approaching people to request their opinions, I've learned that I need to go to somebody who I know truly wants the best for me and is giving me their opinion from a standpoint where they're not hands-on involved.
1: Mm, like like they're they're giving you their opinion Without their emotions,
0: yes, and without their lens on, yes, yes, I the think the that's situation. so important, so
1: important to not put the lens on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, all of our lessons—they just kind of go together so nicely here.
0: They because really do. it's not
1: your life, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to think the same, you're not going to breathe the same. <laughs> you, you kind of just have to really trust your own intuition, mm-hmm. and I think. An important thing is it's okay for your reasoning to not mm-hmm. tell someone is to not want other people's opinions. Yeah. Honestly, I think that is a perfectly valid reason. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it, it definitely is because if we are talking about people putting their lens on things, there is also just a cultural lens yes. on a lot of these choices Where, you know, we've talked about it so many times where, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't move in together until you've been together for three years. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, but who wrote that rule?
1: Yeah, that kind of goes back to people's values, right? Maybe they don't move in together for like three years where Mm -hmm. that's not a value to you. To you, it's like, Mm -hmm. well, it feels right. We're on the right path. We both agree to do this. Mm -hmm. So we're doing it, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, that was just just absolutely – Huge for me. And it's very liberating to be in a position now where like just genuinely like having a solid definition of who is going to be there to support you and somebody whose opinion you can trust, just knowing who those people are in a very definitive sense is such a gift for this. Yeah, year. and
1: I think this is a very big step for you personally because um, you know, going back to your school days and university. Where like you had very large circles, and you mm-hmm. that's what that was what was important to you at the time, and i think I think a lot of people can agree with this, like you know when we're in school, that is probably when we have our largest friend groups, but then when you get out of school, those friend groups like they shrink pretty fast and and you really do find oh, out yeah. who your your core people are who stick around
0: mm-hmm. and um, I think another huge. The thing that's come out of this is me finally getting to a freaking point where I am solid Mm -hmm. in my decisions that I don't need to tell everybody and ask everybody about it. Yeah. Like
1: you actually believe in yourself and can trust yourself to make the right decision.
0: Yes. So that's been huge because definitely when in the past when I've gone to everybody and been like, well, what do you think about this? It's because I had no idea. Yeah. What I thought about it. So that big, big steps. This is actually like a really big lesson. I'm sorry that it morphed into like 50. No, that's cool. All in. Hey, one. you know what? Lessons build
1: <laughs> off of other lessons, right? Like this is how we progress.
0: Yes. I finally got here, Laura. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I finally don't care about other people's opinions. <laughs> Except well, for yours. Well, you know course. what? You don't care about everyone's opinions,
1: you know? you Just close yes. the circle a little bit.
0: Yes. So – Definitely, I would recommend to our listeners to think about if that makes sense for you given your current circle. Like if it feels like you're asking for 15 opinions when really all you need is two, maybe shrink that a little bit.
1: Yes, because all those opinions are gonna be a little bit different and I feel like you're just gonna be even more confused at the end of the day.
0: Yes, so basically with this, uh, with this specific example... I asked for Laura's opinion because I was just like, I just want to make sure that if I do this, she's not going to kill me. <laughs> I
1: was just like, okay, I need one person to tell me that it's not like a crazy, stupid idea.
0: Yes, except it—it it is funny with this example. In uh, specifically, is I told my parents, and they were like, "Yeah, that's fine, great. Go, go look for places." I remember when I was telling you, I was like shaking. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what's she gonna say?" I'm such a terrifying <laughs> person. <laughs> well, no, because I value your opinion is what I'm trying to say. Because <laughs> you know, your parents are always gonna kind of like, you know, be gentle with you. Where I feel like if I told you this and you thought that it was like a horrible idea, you would have let me. Oh out. yeah, I
1: probably would have. I'd been
0: like, "Girl, you barely know this man." <laughs> I know. Well, I think because, yeah, when I did message you, I was just like, oh, what's, she's gonna, what's she going to say? And you were like, I think that's a good idea. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Like if I can kind of go back to that
1: time, I'm pretty sure I was just like, you are being like really good about your patterns, which we've, we've talked about in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just seemed like you were really making all the right decisions. And so I wasn't – like I didn't feel – like I had to be worried about you because I was just like, oh, like you seem really mm-hmm. confident about this. And like I want to support you and and be there
0: for you. Yeah. Friendships. Friendship. Friends. Friendship. <laughs> insert that insert that uh three best friends song from the hangover <laughs> just in here. Yeah. That'll that'll be the opening. That'll be our new uh X, intro, intro X music. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's that's my big lesson. So yeah. Happy New Year, friends. Didn't you have one more lesson? Or can I just not count? No, I I n- no, I uh I merged a couple oh, of them. okay. I merged right. two. I merged two because I was just like this one's kind of related and then blah, blah, Yeah. Blah.
1: Well, I think like, you know, as we've kind of said throughout this episode, you know, you just build off of other lessons, right? That's how we uh, yeah. develop
0: character and get get where we're going. Mhm. Well, uh I have a question. I have a question for you. I'm going to put you oh, in the hot Jesus. seat. This is for last week's um, hot seat questions, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, we can I can answer mine as well, but what is I guess your top or one of your top goals for the year that is Oh crap, come?
1: I knew I should have prepped some goals for
0: <laughs> 2022. Oh my god. Um I'm putting you right on the spot. You got to you got to go from your heart. Oh jeez. Um, for me this year, well, I'm not
1: going to say any lessons cause I feel with lessons, like you don't know they're a lesson until you learn them. Uh, yes. so goals for me this year, what do I want to do? Gosh, I feel like I'm just in this state. Like I'm happy with what I'm doing, but I want to mm-hmm. continue, you know, like for work, yes. I'm happy where I'm at, but I'm like working towards the next level. Um, same with this podcast, you know, really happy with where it's going. I'm ready for it to go to the Mm -hmm. next level. And, um, Mm -hmm. relationship wise, you know, I think my boyfriend and I, our main thing is like just still working on like us as like, how do I say this? Um, kind of like as a more adult relationship where, um, you know, we we our our big thing is that we do want our own place and mm-hmm. kind of continuing that journey of how we are building a life together. So mm-hmm. I'd say those those are my top goals right now for riding. I just enjoy my
0: horse. <laughs> I felt like I had to throw in a horse goal as well. I'm manifesting the new. Place for you guys, hardcore. Thanks, thanks.
1: If you could throw in yes. some extra funds in there as well for the place, I would love that.
0: Uh, isn't that what we all want? Isn't that more what money? We all want? That's
1: what I want for twenty twenty two. Yeah,
0: more money. Please give me yeah. a raise. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Thanks. Um, yes. So I have a couple. I think my main one is to, in is it is a couple goal is to really get my finances in order and are combined me and my partner, our combined finances Mm -hmm. in order. Um, Just to like, not necessarily like, we're not doing badly, but we just want to have a more structured, okay, this money, like this percentage goes here, this goes here, this goes here, here, and to really know where it's going. Yeah,
1: like a framework of of what's happening.
0: Yeah, and I think probably like the big concrete goal is I want to get my investment accounts going this year. That's a big one for not just me, but for both of us. Got to have these couple goals now when you Mm -hmm. live together. (laughs) Um, And I think another one that I have is to work through the more subconscious patterns and fears that have been coming up for me lately. And none of them are like that serious. It's just interesting small things where maybe a, a conversation will trigger something in me where I'm like, oh why am I reacting this way?
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. And I think I'm really at that point where I am centered enough in who I am and I have a support system around me who is going to allow me to explore that side of myself with them Mm -hmm. that I feel like I can finally do that. So that is definitely important for me. That's like super vague, but I have I I honestly don't know which patterns I need to process yet because I can't really put them into words yet. So it's vague for me too. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, it's kind of like
0: when they come up, then you know,
1: right? Like you kind of have to address them on a case by case.
0: Yes. So that one is huge for me. And I think just again, like you, I'm happy with where I'm at and I want to continue on. But One that's important for me is I really want to come to a place of peace with Mm. my body as an adult. Yeah. 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 That's, that's going to be, that one's going to be a huge one for me. And I know that we were going to, we're planning an episode about that.
1: Yeah. We're going to do an episode on that friends. So stay tuned for that because I feel like a lot of our listeners are in that transition of we are, we are well out of the teenage body and, uh, She's a little different. We need a new manual for for how everything operates.
0: Yes, she's a a little different, especially because of the fact that we work, both you and I work office jobs where we have to sit down all day. That definitely, (laughs) uh, and you don't have as much time to work out. So that's definitely been a, just something that's been coming up for me a lot lately is having difficulties with that. So I would really like to focus on being more empathetic and just loving to my body, regardless of what it looks like.
1: That's a good one. I'm excited for us to talk about that in 2022. Yes.
0: Yes. Bring on 2022. I can't believe that it's already happening. Oh, my God. How crazy. I know.
1: The world is in quite a state right now, but individually, we're doing pretty good. And I think that's, that's all we can be concerned about right now. We just have to control our own chaos.
0: And put as much of our own positive energy out into the world as possible. Yes, always. Yes. So happy new year, friends.
1: Happy new year. Have a wonderful holiday and a great New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. We wish the best for you and your family Mm
0: -hmm. in this new year.
1: And thank you so much for being along for the ride
0: with us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we will be back with our next episode very soon.
1: Yes. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for 2022 and we can't wait to share those with you. So live like tea, everyone. Live like tea.